This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 252. 52? I am your host, Dave, the Rave, that all the ladies crave. And you can go follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Go check out the podcast on Twitter at MarkinOut, Facebook.com slash MarkinOut. And I am here with Brandon. Go follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Go ahead. Tell us about some t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Check them out. Thank you. By the way, first of all, to those of you who took advantage of the 20% off and the uh, Black Friday deal special thing... Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash now. Check it out. You can still get t-shirts there. Yeah, a few people took advantage, and we definitely greatly appreciate your uh, your loyalty and support. Um, all right, so we have a comment for the week. Well, actually, before we get into that, how was your week? Mine was good. Yeah? Yeah, did you do any... Uh, I mean, I know he, last week when we recorded the show, you had not done any black friday shopping oh no i i ended up not i have i had some things in the uh pro wrestling tees shopping cart and then i decided that it's best that i didn't buy it and yeah so i didn't i was going to buy seven marking out t-shirts i i had usa shirts and regardless shirt in there and i didn't i canceled it i was going to buy young buck shirts well i didn't I didn't cancel. I just didn't click buy. Brandon. I meant to say Brandon. I said Dave. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you end up buying? Uh, I bought a, a two and a half wrestler shirt because my drawing is on it. Bought a Corey Who's, who's Price. drawing? What? Who's drawing? My drawings. Oh, yeah. I bought a Corey you Price. You credit for that. I bought a Corey Price t-shirt because my drawings are on it. And it's always cool. <laughs> it's always cool to support a good brother. Yeah, and I bought a uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt because I which mean, one? Um, I think it's the white one with the bone, bone whatever ranch. I feel like he had a lot more T-shirts like uh, related to Stone Cold Steve Austin on there. Like I think it, like I think they had to. Now. I think they had to take a bunch down when he initially got a shop because WWE said something about it. Oh, yeah. They were, right? Isn't that... Yeah, no, were... I forgot all about that. That was yeah. a while ago. Yeah, no, because I wanted to buy some of those shirts. Um, WWE but... just released a super nice uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt that I wish I could get. They don't yeah. have my size, but it's... Um, it says... I think it says Stone Cold Steve Austin on it, and it's like the... Red, white, and blue. I, f- I feel like some of the stuff that they have is overpriced at times, though. WWE? Yeah. At times. I mean, all shirts, I mean, base base price for all their shirts are twenty four ninety nine. so you just got to wait for them to go on, like, 25% off sales. But uh, base base shipping price is six ninety nine. So regardless of that, that's one. ProWrestlingTees.com so- slash out. 
Yeah, so, I mean, the WWE shirts, they're going to end up costing you over $30 for a shirt at times. No, it wouldn't. With, with shipping. Didn't it's you just say it's $6.99? Yeah, but if you wait for the sale, like, there's no reason to sale. buy it. Yeah, I didn't say it like that. I know. <laughs> there's no reason to buy a shirt from WWE Shop if it's not on sale. Yeah, I, I, I agree. If I, it's not at least 25%, there's no point. I was trying to go through, like, I was tempted to buy a Young Buck shirt, and um, they finally took down the Kevin Steen uh, shop, too. Oh, did they? Yeah, he used to have his shop. I wonder. I didn't even check, but I wonder if Goldust still has his shop up there. Um, he probably does. Yeah. I wanted to buy a Young Buck shirt, but I was afraid they were going to super kick me in the face. Oh, stop it. Like, maybe they would have super kicked you three times, and then you didn't even have to sell it. Oh, maybe. Maybe. So what else did you buy? Anything else? Um, did you see some of these videos? For, yeah, for Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. We, we spoke about that on Black Friday. I thought, didn't we? I, no, wait, how could we have? Oh, I, I don't know. Night I know we spoke about it, but like there was, I saw a video where a woman, a grown woman, grabs something from a little kid's hands. Just prize, prize. Yeah, it. yeah, we did discuss <laughs> that, and then I brought up my nana. Yeah, like that's insane. I bought a uh, a Brian Myers T-shirt from MyersMerch.com. Yeah, they had thirty-one percent off, Mister Mark. Yeah, <laughs> Mike uh, Piazza over there. Huh? You should definitely, whenever uh, Hawkins has a shirt on sale or not on sale, you should definitely be purchasing them. He has a ProWrestlingTees.com uh, shop as well, I think. Right? Yeah, it's probably yeah. ProWrestlingTees.com/slash Brian Myers, I assume. Yeah, but, I think so. Uh, yeah. If not, check out slash Kurt Hawkins. It's one of the two. It's definitely not Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, some of the sales, I don't think Black Friday's ever worth it. Sometimes. Sometimes I, it definitely is. I don't know. But I, I like also, how it's I like bought, rushed now. Yeah, but that if you – what does that mean? Like, like now it's kind of like – just now it's just out of hand. Like there's no – there's no like they, there's no control of it. Like I've I've seen videos where they'll open up the gate and people just bum rush completely in uh, at the same time and pe it becomes a stampede. I mean, it's not like all right, two people enter at one. Like I think the best. Yeah, but buy that that means like that depends on if you're Black Friday shopping at a store when you're Black Friday shopping. Well, I don't I don't think I think Best Buy keeps it very under control. Like they only allow like two people in, two people in. And they have a lot ton of security, while places like Walmart and I think I saw Target and other and a few other places are just opening up the gates and having a free for all. I mean, that's why it's I, that's very why dangerous. I say you should do all your shopping online. Cyber Monday or no, no, not even Black Friday. All right, they they have Cyber Week. They have Black Friday Week. I, I think that I'm tempted to say I think that they should just cancel it all together if they can't get a grip of people. I mean, it's like full on anarchy uh, when I mean, I mean, this they, happens. They, they, it, I, like I was completely disgusted by some of the things I was seeing in the video. But they open up stores earlier, even to like try and not do that. Yeah, but even still, people try to get because everything they have a limit on everything. So it's like the first, like this TV is on sale for two hundred dollars, normally six hundred dollars. But we only have 25 in stock. So it just becomes, like, it's disgusting. They say the best time to buy the, a new television is the day after the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. I think my dad told me that, too. That's interesting. 
I guess because they stock up on televisions. I don't. I don't think you're allowed to return a TV that you bought on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm uncertain. I'm sure you have the same 90 day warrant. No, I don't think you do. Really? Yeah, because who buys the TV on Super Bowl Sunday? Somebody that wants to watch the game on a giant screen television. Yeah. Oh, we're we're good for the year. We're let's just. I mean, I, I can I can see part. them doing if you if you want to return, you get store credit. So that's why they still keep the money. So I can see store credit. But you should do all your shopping online. I did all my shopping online. Nah, you just stay safe. Be smart with all of the. Yeah, don't do stuff. drugs, man. Be yeah. cool. Yeah. All right, so everything else is good, right? Yeah, let's go to that comment. All right, this comment is from Chris. Hey guys, long time listener, first time commenter. How what do you, what do you think of uh, Mike and Mad Dog getting back together, huh? Ah, uh, you could care less. <laughs> Actually, you couldn't care less. Oh, thanks, CM Punk. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to voice my opinion on the departure of Solomon Crow from the WWE system. For the I record, I couldn't care less either. <laughs> I just thought you would care because uh, I don't know. I thought nah. you, I thought you would have loved Mike and Mad Dog. I, I listen to whoever's on the radio. I don't care. Um, so I think it's they a are on the radio. Well, yeah, I mean, but I don't have a, a part a per, eh, particular favorite that I listen to. Um, I think it's a damn shame that he didn't get the opportunity to be highlighted more. He had somewhat strong. He had a somewhat strong debut. A pretty cool gimmick if they presented it right. Had some quality matches on NXT TV. Examples versus Kevin Owens. Then he fell to the wayside from there. It is a loss on w on NXT's part, but also a gain to the independent wrestling scene, as we have uh, as we uh, as we have seen already. Sammy is already smearing his name on the indie scene. What I think should happen is Sammy should become the new king of the indies. I feel like there has been uh, there was there has been a lack of what of that in the past few years. One wrestler to go all over the place and win everything. You saw that when Steen was on the Indies and the Bucks weren't tied down to just New Japan Pro Wrestling Ring of Honor. Those guys were at every uh, every decently big promotion winning belts. I feel that this is a perfect time for um, to have one of those guys. Sammy comes back to the Indies with some WWE time under his belt, full of piss and vinegar, and takes over. We have seen it already with him winning the 2CW championship, and it just starts here. Uh, just starts there. Get him back to everywhere he was before leaving and back on his throne as the new king of the indies. Brandon will probably hate this uh, this idea. Cool. And, yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't – first of all, do you hate the idea? Secondly, uh, second I, of all, let me cut you off first. <laughs> let me just say that I don't think his WWE NXT debut was strong at all. He had buzz behind it, but I don't think, like, what was the debut? I, I think he did have a good debut. because well, What it was, was the on, debut? It was on one of the takeovers, correct? Where he came out where they were hyping him up. They had the hype promos. Which was it fizzled out almost instantly. That's the thing I don't – but I think it's because of the lack of usage. I feel like if they kept him – like they didn't even have him mention the day after. Or I mean um, the NXT after that and after that. They didn't even have him come back until like three 
Time Slater, but they were putting him versus like Bull Dempsey. I mean, they weren't putting shooting him right up there to face like uh Which there's nothing wrong with Bull Dempsey except Bull wasn't where he was now, and even still, if it was like now Bull Dempsey, it still's not. I mean, I feel like no matter which way you look at it, you're going to be, in some people's eyes, you're going to be squashing someone on NXT because everyone really deserves a chance to shine. It's NXT. It's a developmental territory. Yeah. That's exactly what this is for. Yeah, so I feel like if Sammy if uh, Sammy Callahan loses a match, everyone's like, oh, look, they're, they're completely uh, burying him. It's like when, we, like when we watch. Oh, look, they're burying him. It's like breaking ground. All these people that are like that we've never even seen wrestle for NXT before on this show. Like everybody here deserves a chance. Then, then we go to the live events. That's where we see these people. Yeah. Like the tough enough. Uh, Josh just made his debut. Yeah. So did uh, Daria. Yep. Amanda's been on uh, a few shows already. Really. Yeah, I think She's so. Wrestled? I th I think so. I believe, yeah. Is she going by Mandy still, or what's the deal? I, I think so. I mean, she's already on Total Divas for next season. Yeah, yeah. I don't like um, Josh's ring name. I don't know if his nickname I'm fine is going to. Listen, if I I don't like the fact that it's Bronson because there was somebody James Bronson recently ish within like the past two years in mm -hmm. WWE developmental system in NXT mm -hmm. with the last name Bronson. But if his, even more so though, like his Twitter name, if you go to his Twitter, it's like WWE Bronson, whatever. But then if you go to his actual profile, his name says Big Action. So mm -hmm. if that's a nickname, why why is there somebody walking around your developmental territory? Or even if he was in WWE television named Big Action Bronson? If you Google Action Bronson, that's so. Well, it's maybe, a, he, maybe he has a first name too. I mean, maybe it's Big, big Action shown. Josh Bronson. I don't know. Um, you is could only... Was his, so, was his real last name Bronson? I don't know. No clue. Uh, no, I think it's Br Bridal. Brittle. Josh Bridell or something? Yeah. Um, all right, but let's get back to the question and every and the comment and everything like that. Uh, so you yeah, are... let's go back to what I originally wanted to know from yeah. you. Do you... What do you think of that? I... I'm being... I mean, I'm... No, what, let me ask first. Do you, you keep on asking me that? Yeah, no, I, well, because I because I want to ask you the first part of: Do you want him to to win every single championship in every single indie territory, uh, to company? No. You want me to follow up, or you yeah, follow up? With that? <laughs> all right. So I don't think he should because I think he should win some, but not all all of them. I mean, I don't think that there's a need for uh, King of the Indies at the current time. Uh, you can still make a big name for himself, and it's not like he's not a name already. Um, this but, is this, like I don't think he needs to win a championship in every promotion. But the, the only reason is, I can see the only reason I can see uh, him winning championships in every promotion is so that promotion can say former WWE yeah. NXT wrestler uh, superstar is our champion now. So we are we're kind of a big deal because he's our champion. And I feel like we're going to see a lot of that. A lot of people are going to bring him in and say, and just give him championships, so this way they have some name credibility to their events. Like, oh, Sammy Callahan is our new world champion. He deserves this. He didn't get this shot in WWE. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. You I don't think you. <laughs> what? No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I hope not. And uh, I don't. Need, I mean, I also hope not. But <laughs> I. Um, 
don't think you need to win every single championship wherever you go in order to be a king of the indies. I agree. I think that you just have to have uh, great matches and be uh, well diverse in your promotion resume. And it is, it is weird that since WWE snatched up a bunch of these guys, you don't really – there is no real big king of the indies. I don't think we've seen a – I mean, king of the indies sounds so – who really – who would you consider a, a king of the indie most recently? I mean, most recently-ish, Chris Hero-ish. I guess. Steen, but, but, but Jericho. We yeah, but those guys weren't going around all over. Yeah, I mean, Generico wasn't. Yeah. Generico was just working for ROH? I don't think so. He wasn't going all over the place. He he worked his territory in Canada, I think Smash. Uh, he worked another territory in Canada. I say territories. Uh, um, <laughs> PWG, Dragon Gate, but then outside Ring of Honor. But outside of that, he didn't do indie shows. Really? Yeah, he really wasn't that... I mean... If you think about it, how have you ever seen Generico on any other show? I thought so, but if you're telling me no, then I really not. I don't know. I really don't think so. And then Steen, I think we've seen him. He was mostly with Ring of Honor, uh, Dragon Gate. I don't think he's ever been in even uh, PWG, of course. Uh, he was with the Canadian promotion, and then he had like a few promotions here and there too, but he wasn't champion of all those promotions. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you need to be champion of any of the promotions in order to be a king of the indie. I think you just have to be... Like, is Cole Cabana, is he a king of an indie? I mean... So now let me pose this question to you. In order to be considered king of the indie, do you have to be a Ring of Honor wrestler? No. Uh, a big uh, namestay of Ring of Honor, because all these wrestlers that we are named... I don't think so. I mean, but look at who we're naming. Well, it's tough because who everyone, else? Ha everyone is a namestay of Ring of Honor. I mean, even in the past, you look at the past of the... Yeah, Daniel Bryan. CM Punk, Colt Cabana, uh, Samoa Joe, Loki. I mean, all of these guys are namestays of, of Ring of Honor. So I question if there's Ring of Honor need to be a part of there. Even the Young Bucks, if you want to go with that too. I mean, is it po is it possible to be a king of the indies without having the association with PWG, Dragon Gate, or Ring of Honor? Um, or, or even just Ring of Honor? Well, let's pose this question. Was Sammy Callahan one of the king of the indies before he went to WWE? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I mean, he was at Ring of Honor a few times, but he was nothing, nothing ever big. I mean, I saw him at Ring of Honor once. Did you? you? Yeah, I think you did too. Really? Yeah. Did um, you see Sammy? He, I mean, it was before he 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 only made it big like for one year. Listen, he lost a but, ton uh, of weight. Years. He yeah. lost a ton of weight and then blew up. No, no, no. He was around before when he he lost weight and then he he was still wrestling, but he didn't blow up until uh, 2012 was. His 2012, 2013. Yeah, 2012, 2013 is when he actually blew up. So and that's lot, not like, but like that's a not. A lot of it's because of like, what do he do? Like he ended ECW. He did like so many different things. Everybody started to put him all over the place. But he was around a lot before 2012. I mean, look at him. He was with the Switchblade cons uh, conspiracy with um, Dean Ambrose at CZW for a long time. And he was thin. And he wasn't considered a king of the indie at the time. 
But was he just specifically doing CZW shows? I don't. I don't know. I that's the thing. I don't know. But even still, it's not like he lost a ton of weight and then he got used to uh, push to this momentum. He lost a lot of weight, but he still has a large amount of his career in in uh, fit shape. I mean, a good amount of it. I guess so. it just it just sucks though. Like I to me, I could I never pictured him doing much in WWE, and I know I think you I didn't either. Nah, like, I, I mean all, I always I, wanted to. Exactly, you you want to, but then you have to also realize that you you don't want to put smoke and mirrors in front of you. It's like you you have to see past it and well, try to see the past smoke like and mirrors there. Well, like to see past like the the Mark dreams and stuff like that. Like to, that, you want to see him uh, as champion. Dream for me him. to want him to see. Well, no, but you want to see him succeed and stuff like that. And you start to play out some storylines and stuff. But reality-wise, it's I mean, like I'm I trying like, to still think of people that I like uh, him. He's a cool dude. I've met him multiple times. I only met him twice, I think. Um, who's someone that I don't even know? I really Excuse can't. What, what kind of question is that? <laughs> I'm still stuck on it. Who's, who's someone who, I don't even know? Who would be considered a king of the indie that isn't has never been with Ring of Honor or hasn't been a big name with Ring of Honor? That is a tough question. Well, well, no, because that's coming from WWE. That's, that is that is question. difficult to ask, answer. I am because I I can't even think of like. Like I, when I think of top indie talent, I can't think of somebody that I would I'm, put over as king of indies. I, and then if I do, it's somebody that was in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm even going through PWG people that I don't think have been in there, but I can't. Maybe Willie Mack, but he's not a king of the indie by at all. No. But I don't think that he's ever been with Ring of Honor, but I don't know. That's a tough question. Like Ricochet? Was he in? Actually, ooh. Was he in ROH? I don't think so. And if he was in Ring of Honor, he wasn't like a CM Punk character. He wasn't a big name or anything like that. That's a good call. Maybe Ricochet. I mean, he's been. I'm pretty sure we've had him nominated for Marquee Awards. For oh yeah, no, he was. He was last year. He was Wrestler of the Year. He may have won it. He might have. He so have yeah, won. and now even more so, he's got Prince Puma under his belt. Yeah, that's a good call. I feel like he has one. Of, he's one of the rarities. But I mean, hopefully everything else. Hopefully they start to use Sammy Callahan very well. I mean, I just I don't want to see him coming in swoop and cleaning up on the championship belts just to give a name to a promotion. I don't. What does that really do? If if Sammy Callahan defeats uh, Joe Schmo number one, what does that to become champion? What is that really doing? Was that a match of the year? Was that newsworthy? I mean, if you don't know who the champion is that he defeated, what is it really doing? But yeah, I mean, and even like, I feel like at one point everyone's been through Ring of Honor. That's the thing. Ring of Honor is a good place, like for a lot of their talent. I mean, Eddie Kingston. A lot of people have been through there. 
So it's tough to find someone that hasn't and consider them one of the king of the indies or right. huge on even even if they're big on the indies, it's hard. But what about like what about not being huge or as big in in ROH? Like Candice LeRae, was she huge in ROH? I, I don't I don't remember I don't hearing about her until like years later. I mean, I've heard about her, but nothing crazy. I mean, World's Cutest Tag Team, I don't think I've ever been with Ring of Honor as a team. Um, uh, yeah, that's really tough. But what else do you have to say about this? Anything else? No, I don't like, I'm not saying it's a stupid idea. No, I don't think it's a stupid I just, idea. But I just don't want to see Sammy go to promotion to promotion collecting title belts just because. I mean, big. But then he does mention big promote uh, winning, like how the Young Bucks and stuff winning big promotions, winning belts. What big promotions, though? I mean, you're not going to bring in Sammy Callahan to PWG for to win the championship, and then bring him to Dragon Gate and win a championship. And outside of those two, what is considered a big? What's does California consider a uh, big indie that the same that we do in New York on the East Coast? Because our big indies may just be a blimp on their radar in California. It's a blip. And is it? Yeah. Huh, go for it. <laughs> How could it be a blimp? A blimp is huge. What <laughs> What are our top indie promotions here, though? That's the thing. It depends on who you talk to. I mean, I feel like it's really one of those... It's like, uh, who's your favorite wrestler? But, like, there's no definitive answer. I mean... It's, you have loyalty all to different promotions all over. Like whether it, you can't like not say that CZW isn't one of them. Like CZW has like obviously yeah. it's got a lot behind it. Yeah, they Chikara have. Chikara at one point was at, at same. Oh, Chikara mention was. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, that completely fell apart. Yeah, I mean, but then you have other promotions like NYWC, PWS, uh, Five Barrel Wrestling. Where to, to yeah, but five boroughs new, relatively new. Yeah, it's very, very new. But still, you have people that are loyal to those promotions where they'll say, oh, yeah, no, that is one of the best, that is the best promotion in New York. While if you go to California, they have no clue who they are. Right. And that's what I was going to say before, where like when you talk about King of the Indies, I don't, I feel like a lot of these people from New York and New Jersey should be going out places. Like, they, but for whatever reason, other places just don't book them or know them yeah. or enough to even book them. I mean, that's like, why the, the Beaver Boys have been doing it, right? They've been getting booked in Canada, uh, PWG, a uh, team tremendous as well. I mean, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of wrestlers that need to get off of the East Coast too. I would love to see like Rude Boy Riley off the East Coast and a bunch of others, Tony Nice. But I think ultimately, what needs to happen with Callahan is is Japan. I, I, I don't think that I, would be nice. I think, I think that's think. what's necessary for him to take another a step further with his career. Not in yeah. Like, I feel like to I feel like it's so difficult to be a king of the Indies these days, and it's not really what what is it really? It's nothing. It's just a promotion putting a title for to help them out. They it doesn't matter that much. But if you go to Japan, to New Japan or something, that's something to talk about. It sucks that in 2012, when him and Nice teamed up to take on Muda and whoever mm -hmm. their Muda's partner was, 
that nothing happened further with that where like like oh come over to new japan i mean who knows maybe 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 it will maybe they maybe he knew at the time that he was going to go to wwe and they or something like that something was in the works and they were like hey come to us Solomon Crow or Callahan I jumped to WWE I that wasn't 2000. But I, th- I think right now, like, look at like uh, what's his face, uh, Trent. Beretta did it correctly. I think that. Yeah, but, what, but look at but look at Trent's name now. Like, where's nobody? Like, seriously, where's Trent? I know, I know. That's yeah. I don't understand what happened with that. He. Which, PWG. by the way, announced. I mean, he released even more shirts since we last said buy his shirts. Fantastic <laughs> yeah. shirts. I mean, I think C.J. Parker was uh, Robinson now. Yeah, what happened to him? Just Well, now he's with New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think he's making a good name for himself over there, but I haven't been following it too and much. I don't understand. Like, why, like, and that's what I don't understand. Like, why don't we see stuff like that in America? Like, we have to actually go out of our way to... I mean, that's, I mean, that's what Ricochet did, too. I mean, he didn't come off of a WWE contract, but he didn't make it, like, huge. We knew him. We knew of him. But his big year, his breakout year, in my eyes, was when he went to New Japan Pro Wrestling and he competed in the... Uh, Super, is it the Super Juniors or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Super Juniors tournament. And he won it. And after that, he just... That broke him out. He was wrestling for New Japan Pro Wrestling, facing like Devitt and a bunch of other people. And then he came back and that was it. He was made. So, and, and that's what like, I wish... I wish Japan was more open to bringing over U.S. stars. We're not I, even U.S. I, stars, U.S. wrestlers who... Well, I think that they are. Yeah, but, like, more Proto- open as in, like, they should have... Do they have talent scouts here? Yeah. Who? Yeah, Where? I'm sure they have I mean, I'm not going to... I don't know, but... I'm not, I'm I mean, not telling seen, you guys that I'm a talent scout for New Japan. <laughs> I mean, we've seen Coke Beto is just over there, too. So they are bringing in people. But then it's kind of like how we were talking before. New Japan Pro Wrestling has their own wrestlers too. Right, exactly. I mean, so, but I think that uh, Solomon Crow over there, Sammy Callahan in New Japan Pro Wrestling could be really good. Hopefully he doesn't do go the Chris Hero route. He can get fat. Yeah. Like, in, no joke. I really hope he doesn't just put on a ton, ton of weight because he lost a lot of weight. I feel and, like and he's he in super – I think he might be in the best shape of his life right now. Yeah, he got into even better shape while with WWE. So – I mean, how could you How could you not with the facility like that? Yeah, if, if you – I mean, we see the clips on Breaking Ground of ZZ, but – Yeah, if you don't put – if you really don't get into the best shape of your life – then I re- you're it's on you. You're doing something, and I think Triple H said that too in an interview. Like even even without the performance center, though, like look at when when Sandman was in WWE again for or not again in, in the first place, really uh-huh. like 2007 ish. He was in like the best shape of his career. Yeah, I mean, look at Bray Walker, best shape of his career. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> um, yeah, but you you mentioned it's easy. I hope he gets fired soon. That was just one. Of, I think they, they just signed him just to kind of make it okay with the the huge marks for him, and now they're going to release him. Zizi, an internet darling. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's a, the story. I think it was something like a social media socialite or whatever William Shatner said. All right. So thank you, Chris, uh, for the comment. Yeah, question. sparked a uh, 50-minute yeah, debate. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was fun to talk about it. 
I'm still gonna I'm gonna have to think off the show about that Ring of Honor question. With yeah, that. I'm gonna actually that, gonna, that I'm, gonna, difficult to... I'm actually gonna pose that back to him. But all right, so where do you want to take it all from here? You want to go to some Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Nitro, which kicked off with some New Day. Oh, you stink! Why? I was about to join you with the clapping, and then you stopped. Well, I mean, you didn't clap. Well, I don't know. So, whose finisher was the clap? That was Stevie, uh, Stevie, Scotty Riggs. Scotty Riggs, Scotty Riggs, yeah, at ECW. All right. Uh, yeah, so New Day opened up to celebrate everything, and uh, they had confetti falling. Eventually, they introduced Sheamus, who came out in a suit, who looked just like Jim Ross's collector series, Jack specific action figure, where nobody else cared except for Zack Ryder, so <laughs> thanks for that. Appreciate the love. But uh, they, they basically spoke about Roman Reigns not being champion anymore, and the 515 Sheamus, I just kicked your arse, which is a new t-shirt. Way to sell merch. I mean, yeah. get on that. You might as well. You got it. But uh, Roman Reigns ended up coming out of nowhere and hitting Sheamus with a Superman punch to end that segment. Yeah, way to be a party pooper. Next up, you had Dolph Ziggler take on Tyler Breeze, picked up the victory following a an exchange of pinfalls, and then rocked Breeze what, with what the did super. You, what did you think of those pin reversals? I thought that Breeze was pinned on that first one, or this the sunset flip. I don't think he kicked out in time, but they went they went with it. I like I didn't mind all the pin reversals. I feel like at some point some of them were kind of sloppy. Yeah, I think that they got too sloppy, and I think that the sunset flip one, I really think that Breeze's shoulders were still down for that three. But for, but. for me, though, was the super kick that, that from the first camera angle, see, What's the, yeah. see, when you watch Raw, you get the good camera angles. And that's why I watch it. <laughs> when I get Monday Night Raw, boom, super kick, nowhere near. Oh, quick, let's do the replay of what really just happened. Yeah. Probably the camera angle you saw, boom, super kick. Looks devastating. Yeah. But what's so different about that super kick and the one that the Usos do? The Usos really kind of do like a sidekick super kick. That's the thing. Ziggler, I consider a sidekick more than a super kick. Ziggler's is a super kick. I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't think it compares to HBKs or even Lance Storms. Well, see, and like Lance Storms super or kick. Or Stevie Richards. See, that's weird, though, because, like, those, I don't know. Those were my, I mean, out of everyone, I think that, oh, I think Lance Storm has my favorite super kick, and then Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards is a good super kick. So is Lance yeah. Storm. Lance Storm is really phenomenal with it. I mean, HBK's was good, but I got to go with Lance Storm. You should see his single leg cramp. Whoa, watch out. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I, I, I didn't like that Breeze loss. I thought he could then, have used two solid wins against Ziggler. I agree, but then on the other hand, you have so many... If Ziggler did lose, you have so many people that are going to say, oh, they're burying Ziggler now. I don't care who's complaining I mean, about that. I, that's it, like, at, that's listen, like, listen, at this point of Ziggler's career, there is, there's really nothing. Yeah. There's nothing going on. They're not going to do anything with him. So why not... Like, why not use them to put people over? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I do. I definitely think that Breeze needs a few wins. And this entire match, this storyline needs a storyline. I feel like they gave it. They're only going like halfway with the storyline with Breeze and Ziggler. Yeah, and they're like, like they're, they were they're, calling stuff on for SmackDown. They were calling stuff like as if like this feud's been going on for weeks. Yeah, I mean, it, and I'm like for weeks has, you forgot about this. It's, it's been going on before since like before that tournament. But even still, they had breaks, and they haven't been making mention of it. And there's really no reason for it outside of the Summer race stuff. But they stopped with the Summer race stuff. And it's kind of like they just went halfway, and they're like, eh, you, you guys figure out the rest of the storyline. We're good. But, yeah, Ziggler picked up the victory. Up next, we saw Miz TV with Rusev. And then Rusev brought out Lana. Yada now, we're engaged. Kiss. What, yeah. What are you going to say? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I've read that Lana broke character. Her accent. Accent? But like for a quick whatever. Oh, uh, she got That's going to happen. Yeah. Let's not. Like that's. I, I, I got to give her credit. Did, did you see her tweet? I did not. She tweeted out saying, I appreciate people noticing my American accent. I've been working on, uh, I've been working on that for a long time. Or something like that. How she being in America, she's been trying to work on her American accent. That's good. So it was a good save. It was better than Kofi's. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, he's not Jamaican anymore. Yeah. He's from I West watched, Ghana now. I watched that the other day. That was just too funny. Yeah. He was so, like, okay. So uh, so then Ryback came out and had a match with Rusev, which was so <laughs> random. But yeah. Ryback then went on to defeat Rusev via countout because during the match, Rusev, I think, or Ryback, one of the two got knocked into the steel steps, which in turn got knocked into Lana, and she fell to the ground holding her ankle, where Rusev went to go check on her and then carried her off, which we learned nothing from Ready to Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it wasn't a ladder match, but... Yeah, no, she got it. She uh, Rusev got whipped into that steel chair, uh, the steel steps, and then she got nailed right in the hip. But I think she was selling her her knee though, or her ankle. I mean, I think she was selling her hip. I don't, I don't think know. so. She, How do you sell a hip? That's like the teapot she, thing. She was like rubbing her hip and rubbing her like uh, her thigh. I don't know, but who cares, anyways? I remember her rubbing her ankle. Mm, <laughs> she got carried off. Yeah. Um. All right. What else we got? Up, up next after that, we saw the Dudleys in the ring with uh, four tables that were set up, which uh, they revealed to have each of the Wyatt family members' names on them. Yeah, very clever. I popped during the segment because I feel like it's been forever since we heard Devon do the commandments. Mm -hmm. So I, I like that. I, I said it with them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you, you don't pop for that? Thou shalt not mess with the Dudley boys. No. But uh, the Wyatt family came out, and uh, Bubba was like, so you have your family, but, like, we have ours. I was like, no Man. way. They're going to bring in... Like, I didn't actually think they were bringing out Spike Dudley, because where is he? Retired somewhere. Yeah, I think he went back to teaching, probably. But I did... I thought they were going to bring out Dreamer and Rhino to even up the, the odds. But... They just brought out Tommy Dreamer, which was still cool. Who knows? Maybe they'll bring in Rhino for this one. I don't. But I don't know if they will. Yeah. Then they uh, they had a match. Yeah, the Dudley Boys and Tommy Dreamer teamed up. 
which I think the last time we saw Dreamer in WWE, like on the main roster TV, was 2012. I think in like December, getting attacked by the Shield. Was but, it? Yeah, uh, but we saw him like old Zachary retiring him. Yeah, but we saw him recently ish with uh, NXT doing the house show circuit. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Dudley's and Dreamer versus the Wyatts, which was Harper, Rowan, and Braun, went to a no contest. Now, what do you think of all of this? What do you think about like the bringing in of Dreamer for the Wyatts? And then considering that the Wyatts just coming off of the entire thing with the... I don't like this. Destruction. I don't fully like this because it's as if Bray Wyatt all of a sudden doesn't have powers of Kane and Undertaker anymore. Yeah, like that storyline, like kind of, it. They're like, we're gonna say that Bray Wyatt. Like, oh, okay, that was we're, nice. We're gonna say Bray Wyatt does still have some of their powers, but we're not gonna make mention of it ever again. Yeah, that's the thing that I don't like about it. That it's just like a lack of continuing storylines. Um, and there was no mention of it either. No. But and then the Tommy Dreamer stuff, I go back and forth because I'm kind of over the Tommy Dreamer boat. Like, I don't... Listen, they bring him in just to put over talent. That's really, that's what they do. So it's nothing bad. Yeah, I... It's not like when they bring back somebody... Yeah. Like who? Who have they brought back recently that did nothing? The Dudley Boys. Right. (laughs) And Brock Lesnar, but not really. I mean, Seth Rollins won the championship from him. Hey, the rumor... It's not really from him, but... Rumor is that Brock Lesnar's going to take on uh, Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. No. Kevin Owens says, I would like to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Breaking news, dirt sheet, dirt sheet news. Brock Lesnar might be facing Kevin Owens. I've been saying that since Kevin Owens debuted. Oh, I want to see Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar. And for the record, you hear first on Marking Out. Yeah. Markingout.com. All six of them brawled or whatever inside the ring. That's what caused the the ref to throw off the match and uh, Bray Wyatt went to go get involved and Bubba Ray ended up shoving him off the apron through the table. That was just conveniently set up through outside the ringside. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a, I need a lot. I need to see a lot before I get on board with this. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's always cool to see ECW originals team up again, but with the Wyatts coming off of Brothers of Destruction, I would think that they would have a lot more steam behind them. And that's even more so like, and there's no reason – I know I'm interrupting you, but there's no reason for them to face the Dully Boys right now too because the Dully Boys can be used to face Ascension or someone to build up, someone that needs to be built up. Wyatts don't need building up right now. Yeah, well, right now it looks like they're leaning towards a table match, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because the Wyatts versus the Dudleys are the perfect ones to be put in the tables match as opposed to what we said before, Dudley Boys versus the New Day. And what else did we say? We said the Dudleys versus – Probably I think Ascension. it was, yeah, versus Session, but mostly it was New Day because of the championships. I mean, but yeah, no, go with the Wyatt family, idiots. Yeah. All right, next up, so yeah. they, they went to go check on Bray, and then that's where they got to escape the ring. Yeah, next up, you had a match that I find very disheartening and annoying. Uh, Alberto Del Rio. The U.S. No, the Mexican champion defeated Goldust in a minute and fifty-eight seconds. The returning former IC not champion, really returning anymore. Well, not returning, but the newly returned former IC champion Goldust lost in a minute and fifty-eight seconds. Former hardcore champion lost in a minute and fifty-eight seconds. Yeah, 
I'm not a fan of that. I thought it was dumb. Goldust has nothing to do with being against Mex America. I don't think he should have been treated like that. It's not like he's. It's not like Del Rio, should, somebody that's focus, in his twenties, that needs his, to be put his over. His focus should be Stardust. If you're bringing him in, and you're the way that you brought him in, like Survivor Series, his focus should be Stardust. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, there's just I don't I fail to see the reasoning. Like there, it didn't put Del Rio over. It didn't do anything. Yeah. I didn't but. get it. Up next, though, we saw Lucha Dragons taking on the Usos for uh, to see who will be number one contenders. Even though Lucha Dragons are the number one contenders. Even though I could, like, I looked back trying to find that, couldn't find it. But I have no idea when or if the Lucha Dragons became number one contenders. I really thought they did. I think they they should have been. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't I don't understand the inclusion of the Usos automatically. I mean. I'm I'm so I still don't understand the all of the hype with the Usos and I've been seeing this for a long time. It's good to see them in action, but they're nothing more than a mediocre tag team uh in my eyes. And I wouldn't mind seeing them as heels to be honest. I think that would be fun. We saw that. I don't know how like like obviously not recently, but I don't know how well, I mean, we haven't seen that since, like, their debut with Tony. Right, yeah, so, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, they've evolved so much, but I don't know how that would come across even. I don't know. How have, how have you been viewing their matches? Because I, I know at first you same. really like... I don't know. I know for, at first you really like them, but... I you still also, really do like them. But, but you're also noticing a few repeated spots and repeated uh, everything. Yeah, well... Like, but... During the match, though, New Day attacked them and at the same time, so nobody won. But yeah. uh, backstage, they were with Stephanie McMahon, and they were like, we deserve, we should be it, blah, blah, blah. And Stephanie's like, you know what? We're going to make a triple threat match for the titles at TLC. And by the way, if Roman Reigns doesn't win the match tonight in under five minutes and 15 seconds, Usos, you out. Which, by the way, Triple H said earlier in the night also to Dean Ambrose about with the Intercontinental Championship, mm-hmm. which is funny because there was mention of the Intercontinental Championship, but Kevin Owens was nowhere to be found. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's funny how everybody was up in arms about that too. Yeah, because where but was Kevin Owens? They, he doesn't they, have to be on every week of Raw. Yeah. I don't think he, a champion has to be on every week of Raw. Oh, Not this day and age. Come on. You said for weeks, I can't stand Brock Lesnar not being here because he's the champion. Week after week, though. Week after week. I don't know, man. A week off is fine. I think an explained week off. Like, oh, Kane's in Hawaii this week. I'm fine with that. Give the guy a break. Kevin Owens is in Hawaii. I'm fine. And also, and for the record, I never faulted Brock Lesnar. You did. I, I fought Brock genius. Lesnar big time. I, hate I thought that. he was genius. I hate that he doesn't care about pro wrestling. See, I thought he was smart. If I, I was, absolutely if, hate that. There's somebody in, in a business that's doing something just because it's a business. Why wouldn't you? It's a business. You know I'm saying, though, like, I hate that. I absolutely hate that there's something like that. Like, why play football? I just want the money. Yeah. I, I can't stand that. All right. Uh, next up, you had... Sasha Banks pick up a victory over Brie Bella. Which, uh, 
again, I have no idea why beating Bree is such a big deal now. No, uh, she beat her with the bank statement. Yeah, it doesn't really make a difference. She hasn't like she hasn't won recently much. No, the Divas Revolution is a joke. Good and, job, WWE creative. And it's as if we're just supposed to forget that the Bellas were heel just because Nikki's injured. Yeah, and Lack, also, and I think, and I think this the the reason why this match happened was like Twitter exchanges. Clever. That's that's great creative. Clever. Next up, you had Roman Reigns and Sheamus, the champ for the championship, uh, went to a, a DQ. Yeah, Reigns did win though, in under five minutes and fifteen seconds. So the Usos are clear, and uh, Ambrose was cleared. So, but I, I thought the match was standard between them. But uh, I, I really, I don't, I don't understand why people are hating on Sheamus being WWE champion. People will hate on anything you put in front of them. If Roman Reigns won the championship, they I'm were sure a lot more people would have been hating that. But like as with Sheamus, I, I've seen nothing wrong. I've been entertained. He's he's just guy. I've been seeing this for a very long time. That I think that he is a good champion. I want to see him in champion. So now that he is champion, I'm not going to take back my. That is one thing I will not flip flop on. I think that I am very happy with him as champion. And I will continue to be happy with him as champion. But the the DQ here happened because Rusev pulled Reigns out of the the ring, and then uh, Alberto Del Rio and uh, Bad News Barrett was out there, and uh, they they pulled Sheamus out of the ring. Which, now, where did Del Rio fit into this? Bro, it was super confusing that Del Rio was just out there with them. Yeah, like did he just randomly come out with them or during the match? During the match, yeah, he came out and him and. Bad News Barrett helped Sheamus back out of the ring at, while Rusev pulled Reigns. I don't... I don't. And, get, and then that's when Sheamus cut the whole promo saying, you see her fella, we're the League of Nations. So I don't that, get it. That's when he introduced them all together as a group, but... Cause There's we, no we've seen for, We've seen for weeks that it was Sheamus, Rusev, and... Um, who's the other name? Sheamus, Barrett? Rusev, and Barrett, yeah. I, I I don't like the inclusion of Del Rio at all. He's already a champion. There's no reason for him to align himself with other people if he's already champion. There, I mean, the same thing could be said with Sheamus, but Sheamus was aligned with them before he was champion. It just seems, I would have liked to, I would like to see Becky Lynch align herself with the League of Nations, considering the uh, Irish background with Sheamus. That's I think not she, what the League of Nations are about. No, but I still like I still want to see a female in a stable like this. So then why no, because there's that's covered there. I don't know. Who else? There's nobody else. Tamina. She's with Team Bad. No, Becky Lynch. Yeah, but you oh. can't have two Irish people in, in the same group. Why not? Because it's not about Irish people. Doesn't it? It's just about because the you League have, of Nations. You have one because. of each. That's what it's about. It's not about two of each. Is the group the Shield and the Uso is supposed to be about Samoa? No, it's supposed to be about family. Come on. It's about family. Oh, my God. We're Drink brothers. What kind of Kool-Aid? Are you kidding me? Next up, you had Charlotte. Put together a simple storyline. Talking about Becky Lynch. Charlotte picked up the victory over Becky Lynch. And I... With this was the awful. This was Flair. the stupidest thing. That wasn't even the assistance of Ric Flair, really. Well, where, no, with the distraction a little but bit. But it wasn't... I don't even understand why that had to happen. Because what was happening was... 
uh, Charlotte faked an injury on her ankle or whatever, and then Ric Flair jumped up on the, the ring apron, which, like, he... I don't... Like, why was Becky not... She wasn't even him? ready for that spot. And Becky well, kept on looking at the ropes, and he wasn't up there yet. Why was Becky not checking on Charlotte? Like, what... There, there well, was she no, did. Yeah, when? She went, uh, she went over her at first, and the referee pushed her aside. And then she turned into a spot that Ric Flair wasn't ready for. Yeah, exactly. Ric Flair, Ric Flair wasn't ready for the spot. And then Charlotte but, kept up and pinned her. It, yeah. it made Becky look so dumb. And they made... I don't understand this heel tactic for a face. Is this her awful heel turn? I mean, and you can't even put it on Charlotte because this isn't. She didn't write this, right? Exactly. But she, she acted in it. Or yeah, she but she didn't write this. In and it, the, the writing of it is awful. I mean, like it's. This is clearly something that needs to happen, but how they're going about it is just stupid. Yeah, I mean, we at least they listen to our show and they take some things. I mean, from Ziggler's stomping of his super kick. To Becky Lynch finally breaking away from Charlotte. To the Dudley Boys finally having a table match, it seems. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. We called that. Oh, up next, though, I don't understand what the heck is happening. Adam Rose had a segment where he was like, I, I want to say TMZ, but not. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I hope more for him. At which that led into another backstage segment with Stardust again calling for the Ascension in his backstage promo, only to have Titus O'Neil break it up and show up instead of the Ascension. I have no idea what's happening with that, other than the fact that they had a main event match. Uh, like, a main event match, as in the event, not in the main event. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're doing with that. I don't know. I don't understand that. Next up, the main event, you had the League of Nations and New Day pick up a victory over Ambrose Reigns and the Usos. Originally set for four on four, but the New Day came out and were like, you know what, for the, for tonight, we're going to join the League of Nations. And then they joined it. They had their match. It was fine. It was dandy. Del yeah. Rio just didn't look like he wanted to be there with them, though. Even when they were all posing up on the entrance ramp, Look how quickly everybody changes their views of Del Rio, though. Meaning what? like Not specifically about you, but in general. Everyone was so excited to see Del Rio and stuff, but now he's... but it's And this isn't the first time that he's been wrestling like this. This is how he was before he left, when we were getting tired of him and everything. Everybody was on the bandwagon right when he returned, and now they're like, oh, you know, he doesn't want to be here. He, cool. His matches listen, listen. are... Glad. When you had... All four of them standing on the on the um, the entrance ramp, holding their arms up and everything. There's it's the three of them, a gap, and then Del Rio. Hold hold if you hold your three fingers together, your pointer, your middle finger, and your ring finger. Hold those together and spread open your your pinky finger and make a check mark. That's what it looked like. Yeah, I don't understand. So. Like, why is there no unity? It, he's like I don't. I don't, I don't. That's what he shouldn't be in this. There, uh, was, yeah, I was still. Was that Coulter with sense. them too? No, he wasn't there. But I'm so sure he will be. And you guys aren't annoyed that Zeb Coulter wasn't on Raw? No, he was on Raw, oh, just not with them then. He I was with Del Rio when Del Rio had his match against. Yeah, he's not with Del Rio. Yeah, but how's he going to be with Del Rio? He's he's in a scooter. So Del Rio's spot for the main event was Motorized. running in. 
Or not main event, but... Uh, Wait, I think was he? I don't even know if he was in the main event spot, though. No, no. Overall, it was stupid. I don't think he was. Yeah, well, that's at least Reigns Usos and Ambrose. But we've seen we've seen yeah. WWE wanted a wants a huge Mexican star, so now this is their way of having. Let's we we're gonna slap the Mexican flag on a shirt. Yeah, but this not they're not going about it correctly, and we've said this from the start that they're not going about this correctly. And now to even put him with a, a, bunch, a bunch of other wrestlers, they're not going about this correctly. This is something that I've wanted for years. I know I said this, I said this to you the other day that you had no clue about, that you also have wanted that for no. years. To have, yes, you did, 100%. In 2008, you wanted Sheamus. This is before Yes, Martin no, Adam, but even. no Del Rio. No, obviously not Del Rio. You I, wanted, mean, like, I never denied that I wanted to see Sheamus in a click like this. I've said this. Right, I've but I'm saying, right, group. so I'm saying, like, for years, we wanted to see this, and now it's just happening weird. But I don't want to see Del Rio, another champion. And there's no reason for him to join them, especially because he's making a name for himself as the Mexican uh, superstar. There's no reason With for Mex him. America, exactly, yeah. There's no reason for him to be in this. You could bring in anybody else. So what are your thoughts with New Day being with them? I think it's fine because New Day is a comedic gimmick. I'm fine with that because they're like, just like how our truth is randomly in the ring with the uh, that championship interview. Uh, he has no place to be in there, but it's comedic. New Day has no place to be in here, but it's comedic. So throw them in. I can't wait to talk about SmackDown. I just don't. I really don't like the fact. I think that they could have left this as Sheamus Barrett Rusev. There is no reason. I think they could have used. A, they there. might have needed a fourth though. Okay, so if you bring in anybody, I think that they shouldn't have brought in uh, Del Rio. You're saying they should have brought back Finley? No. no, you're not. So who would they bring in for? Who who else is from a different country? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They, well, they could hire people. It doesn't have to be rushed. But yeah, and it could it could they could have had the inclusion of Del Rio with this group a lot better too. Yeah, especially a, yeah. a random episode of Raw where they aligned them together. But it, it wasn't random done. though. It, it wasn't done randomly. It was uh, yes, the spot was random, but the alignment exactly. wasn't random. In the no, way that's, that Seamus, as soon as it happened, Seamus explained everything. Yeah, but it could have been done. It could have been done better. Um. All right. What else? That's it. That's it. Let's Moving to SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. Shield and Usos opened up the show, and uh, Reigns was speaking about how he and the Usos go way back, and how they're more than just cousins. They're they're brothers. And then he turned around to uh, Dean Ambrose, said that they've known each other for five years, been up and down the road, matches, this, that, against each other, with each other. Uh, so they're also brothers. And then they then Roman Reigns called out League of Nations. I mean, technically they're all brothers, like good brothers. Yeah, <laughs> are you kidding me? You're such a moron. <laughs> but uh, the League of Nations came out. Sheamus basically again made fun of Roman Reigns for losing the championship. And uh, New Day came out, cut a little promo, and then said that the Usos and Dean Ambrose have to earn their right to be on a team with Roman Reigns for that night. Where they're gonna have to face them, so they WWE did a hugely great job at building up Survivor Series after Survivor Series. Yeah, good job. Clap it up for them. Woo woo woo. Okay, relax there. I'm not doing that. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. 
Yeah, so that was that. Uh, our first match of the evening, though, took place. Breeze versus Neville. Breeze took the, the win here. Great to see Neville treated amazing after picking up a victory over Mark Henry a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. It was last week, wasn't it? Was it last week? Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, so good, good. So, so they, but they did their, their a pop up promo before the match, and Summer Rae was looking into a mirror the whole promo. Why wasn't she like? Why wouldn't she be looking into a cell phone? I if, like yeah. if it, if it's Breeze's gimmick and they come out looking into the cell phone. Why wouldn't she just be holding a cell phone rather than checking? I don't understand why she's looking in the mirror. In well, because he's anyways. talking. Even though he could be also looking in the mirror and talking. Yeah, or you never saw a sensational Sherry look into a mirror. It was always HBK looking into the mirror. Yeah, but it's, you it's, never saw Bobby the Brain Heenan looking into the mirror. But it wasn't it's always a, Lex Luger. It wasn't a mirror that that a, a man would use per se. It was a little pocket mirror. I could see Tyler Breeze using it. Tyler Breeze should be using a, a mirror. He needs to be using a cell phone, which well, is yeah, why he even brought it up in the first place, because yeah. Summer Rae should have been using a cell phone. She shouldn't have been using anything. I have no problem with her having done that. I just wish it was a cell phone. Yeah, okay. Dolph Ziggler was ringside for this, though. And I have to say that I think it's always fun to see when uh, uh, one of Tyler Breeze's opponents mocks his corner taunt. We saw it with Jushin Liger. We saw it in this match with Neville. We saw it with Samoa Joe. Hopefully they don't do it too much, though. Yeah, but I don't even think that's a spot that, like... Because it's so spread out and far from each uh, happening that I don't think it even matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, Next uh, up, you uh, had... No, 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 no. I like when uh, Dolph Z uh, Neville went to go dive out of the ring onto onto Tyler Breeze. Summer Rae stepped in in front of him, mm -hmm. so he stopped. And she's like, "No, don't, don't, whatever." And Ziggler was on commentary. And he goes, "You know what? I think I would have gone for it." <laughs> and I thought that was funny. I laughed at that. But uh, the end of the match came when uh, Summer held Neville's foot, which allowed Tyler Breeze to kick Neville in the face. No, uh, and then Breeze got up, hit the I'm prettier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, then, right. and then later on in the night, we saw Miz making fun of Neville backstage, saying that he has no charisma, and then basically begged him to let him take him under his wing, gave him his business card, and I think it was seemed like it was more so just a plug for his movie, because he gave yeah. him a signed copy. Uh, Dude, Miz signed the... The DVD over the plastic. Like, who does that? Who does that? Not over the plastic wrapper. Like, over the, the DVD top, though. Yeah. The case, I should say. You gotta sign the actual paper. Yeah. Or the DVD itself. But, alright. Next up, you had the Divas Revolution. Continue. This was a good match, I thought. You know what? For what it was. If only it wasn't a DQ finish. Yeah, exactly. Let me say it was a good match between Becky Lynch and Brie. Whatever happened with the ending of this match was complete awfulness. But Brie Bella picked up the victory here via disqualification. Before the match started, Becky Lynch was backstage with JoJo and... <laughs> Bree and Alicia Fox came in and basically spoke down to Becky. Where and then Charlotte came in to back her up, and she goes, oh, "You know, like, come on, like, obviously I'm, I have your back." 
the match is taking place, Charlotte gets accidentally knocked down by Brie. Brie's not even facing Charlotte. She gets Irish whipped into the ropes or whatever. Something happens where she's against the ropes, and Brie throws her left arm. Boom, it hits Charlotte, who's standing too close to the ring. Yeah. And then she Betty just... Becky Lynch locks in the disarmer. Charlotte gets in the ring and attacks her. What? And pull, pulls her out of the submission. As if Charlotte... Like it, wasn't even, it wasn't even like she tried to lock in her own submission or kick her or anything. She pulls her out of the submission. Yeah. As if all of a sudden Charlotte Flair forgot how all the how getting involved in somebody's match and touching their opponent causes a DQ. Well, I mean, I could understand that, why she did it. No, I, mean, I don't. I, I could understand that it's building heat between Charlotte and Becky, and plus I could story understand Storyline-wise. Storyline-wise, I, I could understand that maybe it was intentional. No, storyline-wise, I don't even understand it, because it then in turn makes Charlotte look stupid. But I, that's, the, that's the writing. That's not Charlotte. I'm saying, though, it makes Charlotte look stupid. Yeah, it does make her look stupid, but I can understand that she did it to mess over Becky with it. And then even more so, Becky ripped Charlotte off of Brie. If you want to call that ripping off, I, I mean, mean she 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 grabbed she her, ripped her off of her. She like grabbed like she grabbed her for a moment, let go, and then went to grab her again or something. It just looked weird. But, but she she ripped Charlotte off of Brie and got into her face, being like, "Oh hi, dude! Oh hello! Oh hello!" Yeah, and it was just, yeah. I don't get, like, I don't understand that. What, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Mm -mm. But up next, we saw Rusev and Lana backstage being interviewed by Renee Young. I'm really, really not understanding how Rusev can be in a different feud that the League of Nations are not. Right? And I'm not understanding that at all. Yet the League of Nations, yet Rusev is involved in Sheamus's feuds and everything like that. Yeah, Rus you got Rusev involved in that, but Rusev is also involved with Ryback. Yet For whatever reason, Sheamus, Rusev is with Sheamus Ryback. And that Sheamus isn't involved with that feud. Okay. I don't understand that at all. Stupid. Uh, Up next, we saw New Day. New Day? Uh oh. <laughs> that was wow. the last opportunity. <laughs> or almost the last opportunity. Yeah, well, probably the last opportunity. Yeah, probably. New Day defeated the Usos and Dean Ambrose to uh, pick up the victory there. So Dean Ambrose and the Usos were not no longer partners with Roman Reigns for the main event. That took way longer than it should have to say. Yeah. I first have to say, though, that I really, really, really like that Booker T yelled at Rich Brennan almost right off the bat with this. Where Rich was saying something like about Roman Reigns being 100%, whatever. And Book just went off the deep end. He goes, he goes, 100%, man. We're pro wrestlers. We never work 100%. And like mm -hmm. just tore him a new one, it seemed, for just saying like, oh, we're like, we work with our bodies bruised, broken down every single night we wrestle. <laughs> I, I was so like, I'm happy you sound, that... You, you sound like Schwarzenegger there. I'm so happy that happened. <laughs> no, I am happy that happened. But, yeah. I, like, it didn't apply to that situation at all, given the storyline that Reigns is in. Like, it, it seemed more like real life than anything. That Booker T really got pissed off at Rich Brennan for that. Mm -hmm. But, so, I'm surprised they didn't edit in something else. But, 
I don't even think the people that edit SmackDown listen to commentary. No, I don't think they care. So, uh, yeah. New day. Yeah. I, Next I, up, you had I, Bro. I, I was going to say that I almost liked a spot, a New Day tag spot here. Okay. So but I ended up not. Uh, Biggie Langston put Dean Ambrose in the middle of the top rope. Like on the top rope, like between uh-huh. his crotchal area. And it looked like Kofi Kingston was about to do something cool when he tagged into the ring to do like a drop kick or whatever. But Kofi dove off the top rope and kind of just pushed him. I was like, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. But Xavier Woods won the match after a running knee, which I didn't really like that. I get that Jimmy tweaked his knee when uh, he went up to the top to do the mm-hmm. Uso splash and Kofi kind of distracted him there, but I don't... A running knee? Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Bray Wyatt pick up a victory over Devon Dudley. I'm happy to see Bray Wyatt have a match. Before um, this match even singles. started, I don't... The Dudley boys came out. Tommy Dreamer was out. R-Truth came out. I'm fine with it. R-Truth came out, waved. Like, the... the I don't know. Like, his music didn't hit. The Y, it's like the, the entrance thing for the Y to hit. And then R-Truth appeared on the stage. I feel like it's one of those things, like, Vince is just... I don't... Yeah. Like, I, don't, I could see Vince laughing backstage and being like, ha, he's so funny. I... I like, really, I, 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 I'm like, I'm speechless. I have no, I can, I can see it being only him laughing backstage and like people around him being like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, that's really funny. That's a good idea. I like, I was so like, I'm so confused with that. And then the Wyatt family music thing hit again. And when the lights came back on, it was just the Wyatt's. Our truth was nowhere to be found. Yeah. But the Wyatt family ended up beating up, uh, they, they well, Bray beat Devon, and then they ended up beating up Bubba Ray and Dreamer afterwards. They put uh, Tommy through a table. It seems like they need a, another member to even at the team. Um, yeah, well, and see, this is confusing, though, because it, like it, it looks like it's leading towards a tables match at TLC. It could have been leading to a Survivor Series match, but no, you had to put... Yeah. Them versus Brothers of Destruction because that was a great idea and amazing storyline. Storyline of the year by far. But this also looks like it could be leading to like an Extreme Rules match. Yeah. At a TLC paper, not even an Extreme Rules paper. I agree. I, I, I see it more of it's a uh, Extreme Rules match than a t- uh, Tables match right now. Even, I mean, you got the Tables pay-per-view. It, but I, I say extreme rules because they're also using kendo sticks and all these. Yeah, situations. yeah, and the trash can. I mean, it's just what you associate Tommy Dreamer with. Yeah. Not really Dudley's Dudley's tables match, but once Tommy Dreamer gets involved, it's more extreme. Um, next up, you had Roman Reigns pick up a victory over the League of Nations uh, by count out, though. Given that it was four on one, yeah. I think it should have been over a lot, lot faster than it was. Yeah, it took a And look. I was so confused with this match also. Yeah. Even more confused with the, this than the R-Truth spot because it's four on one. The referee tossed Bad News Barrett from the match. How? Like, how do you just... You can't just toss somebody from a match, can you? How does that work? No, you cannot. They're in like, the match. Like, has that ever happened? Like, I don't understand. It wasn't even an elimination match or anything. He just was like, 
You're not listening to me. You're out of here. I mean, maybe what? He, he chewed him. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand. But even with three on one, it should have been over faster than it was. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't think Rain should have been able to win. Uh, agreed. Especially with a countout victory. That was so stupid. Yeah, but no, that's exactly why the ratings are taking such a hit as they are. Because look at how much we just complained about Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Do you Honestly, do you have any interest in any of the storylines right now? Like do you, uh, do you have, League of Nations, I was very happy to see form. Even but do you, actually, do you actually have like emotion invested? Like, do you actually care for any of these storylines? Um, emotions? Yeah, like, do you actually feel drawn to any storyline? Like, you have to tune in because you have to see this. I guess with New Day. And that's... That's it, right? Basically, yeah. And I agree with you. I feel like New Day is the most entertaining uh, re- group of wrestlers on professional television today. Uh, <laughs> professional television today. Um, professional television. Yeah, professional wrestling television today. I think that they're the, uh, the some of the best out there. But outside of that, there's no – I don't care about anything else that they're putting on. I mean – it's just lack of care. I no, I still care. I'm just not emotionally attached. I think I But that's why I think Seamus I think Seamus is doing a way better job at selling stuff than Reigns is verbally. Yeah. After but. after this match happened, Bad News Barrett came back out, they all attacked Roman Reigns and the Usos and, and Dean Ambrose ran down to make the save and fight them all off. Yeah. I don't I I don't understand like I it's like WWE has that mentality where it's like they they get one up. Oh no, but we have to even that up. They'll they'll get one up. That's how it always is. I unless it's John Cena. It's not that's not what that's not what needs to happen. I don't no. understand. I don't I don't so. I do not compute. Alright, so that's raw, that's SmackDown. Let's talk really briefly about WWE NXT before taking a break. Uh, I just want to make mention Blue Pants made her return facing Nia Jax. Uh, so, so much for all those rumors about WWE hating Blue Pants and everything like that. Which I don't, I think Nia I, I, Jax, I don't think her music fits her. I don't think what she wears fits her. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that she needs a character change. But, nah. And then the the match, Samoa Joe versus Tommaso Ciampa, was, I thought that was awesome. There was a few spots in that where I cringed because it looked like a stiff shot. Um, well, they must they must know each other for a while. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure they've I'm sure they've crossed paths on the indies before, but it was a good match, very good match. Yeah. So all right, let's take a break, and right now we're gonna have a musical interlude. Uh, this song is from Carve Your Niche. Go check them out on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Carve Your Niche, Twitter.com/slash CYN Band. This song is called Be Nice. Go check it out, and we'll be back here on Marketing Out.
to Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 252. That was Be Nice by Carve Your Niche. Uh, this song is quite special. It was recorded in Brooklyn at the Converse Rubber Tracks with uh, famed producer Will Putney. Produced many, many bands. And this was part of Metal Sucks Converse Rubber Track Sessions this year's this year. And uh, it's, pr- it's pretty cool that they, yeah. that they got this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, Putney, he's done Body Count, Vision of Disorder, Fit for an Autopsy. Uh, their next show, Carve Your Niche, is going to be January 2nd, 2016 at Mr. Beery's, 4019 Hempstead Turnpike, Beth Page, New York, 11714. With Scorpio Sun, Fate Breaks Dawn, and Bound in Silence, featuring some of the members of Carve Your Niche. $5 at the door, and the music starts at 9 p.m. Uh, yeah, so go check them out, Carve Your Niche, on Facebook and on Twitter at CYN Band and on Instagram at Carve Your Niche. Definitely go check out that song. It's going to be on that website, Metal Sucks. And I think you can purchase their stuff on iTunes as well. So Yeah, go support them. So, all right, let's get into some... Uh, professional wrestling talk you know what let's not because your whole thing for the past like three weeks has been nothing but whiz talk whiz talk oh yeah so did you did you watch the whiz last night i watched some of it but then i turned it off because you were disinterested it was nothing special yeah it didn't do anything for me i was expecting it to be a lot more um i don't know maybe i'm just a fan of the movie I turned it on. I was like, this this girl's voice is annoying to me. This is boring. I, I mean, I, I thought she had a great voice. I did not like her voice. It, it's she, not like she didn't... It wasn't a, a bad singing voice. Like, she held her notes. She had a perfect whatever. It was just like a, like a Debbie Gibson voice. It's annoying. I don't know. I, I was fine with her voice. I thought she had a very nice voice. It just... I found myself disinterested. Um, and they didn't even have Toto. I mean, come on. What is that? They did, though. I saw no, the picture. It, they didn't have Toto. I saw a picture of the 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 cast with the dog. It was a little white dog. Did you? Yeah. Do you didn't see uh, a picture of that? No, I don't think Toto. From what I was watching, Toto was involved, especially in the scarecrow scene. Hmm. Moving on to Sanctuary Black and Blue took place on November twenty seventh. Oh yeah, look uh, at that. I guess I guess Toto wasn't part of the production last night, and they only took pictures with him for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. Damian Gibbs, he was in action picking up a victory with Jay Enterprise. Uh, you had TDS and Jason King pick up a victory over Rude Boy Riley and Jake Gomez. You also had the uh, Night of Survival tournament, which was going on, Night of Survival. Uh, you had Jay George, Alexander James, and Ben Ortiz facing off. Ben Ortiz defeating all of them to become the night, uh, the winner of Night of Survival. Yeah, the uh, Sanctuary Champion, A2, defeated Spotlight Champion, Mike Orlando, there. Yeah, so a lot going on over at Sanctuary. Go check them out in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Um, You also had NYWC Draw the Line taking place on November 28th in Deer Park, New York. Uh, The Dirty Rednecks, JT Casey and Joe Attell, defeated the Fella Twins, Rick Cataldo and Eddie McQueen. Uh, Dirty Rednecks were brought together to pay tribute to former Dirty Redneck member Southern Vinny Stylin, who recently passed away. Um, so our thoughts and condolences go out to his family and friends. Yeah. 
Uh, up next, uh, Sonny Kiss defeated J. George Estrella. Yeah, you had a CZW Dojo Wars Showcase match. Uh, Kurt Robinson defeated Yuta. The Brother Club, Brayden Knight and Aiden Bell, defeated the Academy. That consisted of Angelo Andrews and Justin Ventura. Uh, we know Andrews recently returned from uh, a broken arm at the hand of the Brother Club. Uh, you also had DJ Hyde defeating Alexander James. And the Hounds of Hatred, Bam Sullivan, Boo, and Apollyon took on and defeated Mike Verna, Jesse Vane, and Talon. Yeah, uh, some title action. Starlet champion successfully defended her championship. Arya Cadenza defeated Sammy Pickles. Do, do we ever discuss that? Her being in that music video? Her and, uh, and Flawless? Yeah. No. It was I'm a pretty not, good song. I liked it. I, I tweeted about it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. The premier athlete, Tony Nice defeated one half of uh, MYWC and five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Blake Morris, speaking of him. Yeah, right. Good segue. Also, Tyler Murphy and Chris, uh, Chrissy Rivera defeated Tony Mama Luke and CJ Bambino by DQ. Uh, absolute Alvin Alvarez picked up the victory against Chainsaw Joe Gacy to become the new MYWC Fusion Champion. Which is completely awesome. I mean, I remember when we were going there seeing him training and even uh, working security for a while. Uh, so very awesome to see that climb to the Fusion Championship. And we know that that's just the beginning for him. Uh, in the main event, we saw the NYWC champion Stockade and King Mega pick up. Uh, no, they did not. Uh, they took on Anthony Lacera and the Big O. That match went to a no contest. Uh, so stay up to date with NYWC Wrestling. Go check out www.nywcwrestling.com. Go find them on Facebook and on Twitter, nywcwrestling.com. Ah, NYWC Wrestling. So good times. Yeah. Um, some upcoming events that you should be checking out. On December 12th, Fighting Spirit Wrestling in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, you're going to be seeing the champion, Mike Verna, defend his championship against four unknown wrestlers. Yeah, you got the Fighting Spirit Wrestling Primero Championship. Talon, current champion, taking on Cole Cabana and Big Daddy Dre. Yeah. Also on 12-12, you're going to have Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, you could go check them out. Oh, just to go back at Fighting Spirit, you could go check them out. TheLudisWrestlingCenter.com. Remember when 12? Yeah. Huh? Remember when 12, 12, 12 was the thing? Yeah, back in the day. I uh, concert at the Garden. I wish I had tickets, man. Uh, Game Changer Wrestling, JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com. You're going to be seeing Clutch Adams make his debut, take it on QT Marshall. Tag Team Champions, EYFBO, will be taking on Steve Scott and Joey Janela. You're also going to be having the former TNA World Champion and current NXT superstar, Cowboy James Storm, taking on Chris Dickinson. I would absolutely love to know what WWE is doing with James Storm. Yeah, so go check out Game Changer Wrestling. Yeah, also 12-12, we got the Monster Factory. Uh, Biss is going to be taking on Clutch Adams and uh, the champion, Nick Camaroto. Yeah, Camaroto. Uh, you're also going to be seeing Matt Riddle take on Cliff Compton in a street fight. Yeah. So go check them out, monsterfactory.org. 
And you're also going to be having on 1212 Suffolk Wrestling Alliance in Deer Park, New York. Uh, the Pride Champion, Mike Magnum, taking on Tyler Murphy. Yeah, and in a special NYWC showcase match, you have the NYWC Champion, Stockade, taking on recently uh, appearing on WWE television, Innovator of Extreme, Innovator of Violence, the hardcore legend, I guess you'd say at this point of his career, Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, so big match right there. So go check out SWARevolution.com for more information. Which, by the way, I forgot to mention even during when we were speaking in WWE, I think Tommy Dreamer might be like the only wrestler ever allowed to wear his own, like another well, wrestling company shirt. Besides Rikishi. I don't think, I don't remember Rikishi wearing a Knox Pro shirt. Yeah. He he. Either it was a Knox Pro or it was one of the other promotions he does uh, in uh, California, but he wore one of them. Yeah. Uh, back with the Usos. So yeah, good times. Now you want to ask me? No. Nope. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Go check out. Be mine to be at NYWC underscore sign guy and Jonathan Foss, that Mr. John Foss. Thank you very much for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. We definitely greatly appreciate your support. Same thing with everyone that bought t-shirts. Much appreciated. Thank you very much. Brandon, shameless plugs. Listen to Brandon's shout outs because when there are shout outs, <laughs> there's honey. Dave. No, it's shout outs. And the first one <laughs> okay. is, yeah, okay, is an anti shout out. Oh, an okay. anti shout out going to Cyber Monday. I used to actually preach that screw Black Friday, shop all, do all your shopping online, Cyber Monday, best deals, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And this year, when the Monday after Thanksgiving rolled around, I went to look at some Cyber Monday deals. Nothing was really... Yeah, not much going yeah, on. No, no, not at all. Like DVDs normally, all the good ones lowered down in price. Nothing. Yeah, it was I, very I thought disappointing. It I, I thought it would have been change, a change in price. Like I, That's when I got... Cyber Monday is when I got all my house DVDs, the House MD, the doctor show. Well, I've been waiting. I need that. I like that show. And I never saw it. But this was before Netflix was invented. Oh, or before Netflix was a thing that was a streaming uh -huh. service that was so popular as it is today. Yeah. But I want the last season. I have every season except for the last one. And I'm not about to pay 30 bucks for that. <laughs> no. Yeah, see? So uh -uh. it's just disappointing. Even like with uh, like Best Buy, when I, I bought the, the gift cards last week, mm -hmm. the iTunes gift cards, it, it gave more of a deal for Black Friday, not even on Black Friday, than it did for Cyber Monday, which was disappointing. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool. What can you do? Keeping in mind that I'm only talking about the theme song here, uh, shout out goes to Dana Brooks' theme song. I, I like the chorus, I guess you would say, is the chorus of that song. I don't I know what she's know saying. It. If you heard it, maybe you would know it, but you don't really watch NXT like with the entrances and everything. So uh, I only watch what they show me. 
Yeah, but I downloaded it off of iTunes with my my newly received iTunes gift card. There you go. Yeah, and then uh, last shout out, uh, keeping with the theme of uh, music, the theme of Jurassic Park. Oh, that deserves a shout out every week. I think it's one of the best themes ever. One of the best scores ever is Jurassic Park. John Williams is obviously a genius with that when yeah. it comes to that stuff. It's definitely one of my favorite. And I know uh, everybody's going John Williams crazy over this next few weeks. I guess mm-hmm. we get, we're under two weeks till the new Star Trek movie comes out. Or Star Wars, whichever one you prefer. Star Wars, you say tomato, I say tomato. No, Brandon does it on purpose. He I knows never... that it's actually Star Wars. <laughs> <You I'm... laughs> it hurts people when I say Star Trek. Jeez. Sometimes it's not worth having your gimmick, dude. <laughs> Why's that? You know it's Star Wars. I cannot wait for Star Wars to come out. I'm going to see that probably not opening day because tickets are probably sold out everywhere. It's going to be crowded. Now, what happens if you go to see it and somebody's talking about it on the way out? How are you just going to ignore social media? What do you mean? Like, how are you not going to see people talking about Star Wars? It's one of the biggest oh, things in I'll just I'll just avoid it. I mean... How? I don't know. I'm going to post about it as soon as I uh, know what happened. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be a lot. I like what they're doing. They're promoting it like crazy. Harrison Ford's doing amazing, funny stuff. Uh, he was on Jimmy he's Fallon the there. other night. He's out there. He's funny. He's funny. He was on Jimmy Kimmel. And then they had uh, Mark Hamill dress up as a stormtrooper and go out onto, uh, what is it, um, Sunset? No. Yeah, probably. Is that where they have all the characters like dressing up? I think so. In front of one of those theaters. He, he, so, he lost weight. Yeah. He lost weight. But he's it's ba- going to be... He is Batman. He's Batman? Yeah. Right? What Isn't he... he Batman or is he the Joker? In what? Oh, he's the Joker. Oh. So he is yeah, the Joker. No, he, he's the voice of the Joker. Yeah. The cartoons. And right now he is the trickster on The Flash. I don't know so. what that means, but you know... You have to know Chewbacca's going to die. Come on. He has to. No. He has to die. There's no oh. there's no way around that. I will give you credit that you do know you do know who Chewbacca is. I met Chewbacca. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, you did. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. He goes, <laughs> I saw a funny video the other day of them replacing the uh Chewbacca vo- uh um oh, I voice with Peter that. Griffin. Yeah. With Peter Griffin laughter. It was pretty see, funny. See the thing is with uh Peter Mayu. Mayu, yep. whatever, Mayu, yeah. Mayu, yeah. Uh, is that when you meet him, he doesn't charge for photos with him. And that's what I think, like, I hate when people charge for photographs. Yeah. I mean, I understand it, but, like, it's a photograph. Like, yeah, you, I mean, how, how people, a lot of people say, like, thank you back to the fans and stuff, and we're here for the, to show our appreciation for you. How much of a, how much of, like, crazy is that? Because, to say that you appreciate the fans, yet now you're going to charge them $50 to take a picture with you? Like this, the same thing with Judah Friedlander. He he signs stuff for free. Yeah. How, how much he do takes you pictures, really all the pictures you want? It's, it's abusive to your fans to charge them so much money for pictures and, and autographs and stuff like that. That's not appreciation. And then I understand like if you're at like a, a, a show or something like – or like Comic-Con or a wrestling show, but Mick yeah, Foley – I like Mick, Mick Foley, if you go to his stand-up shows, 
All of those he signs for free hours before or or uh yeah that's or if, after his if, shows. If you want to get these autographs, go to their like uh, comedy shows. Or... No, no, not they, because I'm pretty sure you need like a VIP package if you're doing the Jake Roberts or DDP thing, whatever they're oh, doing. Oh, I didn't know that. Or Jim Ross. I don't know. I don't think Jim Ross signs for free. I hmm. think that's all VIP stuff. Mick Foley's he's a, it's a rare thing. Very interesting. I mean, so far the times that I've seen a comedian, they've all done like. Well, yeah, I mean, after. comedian. I, I, yeah, I know, but like, I still, I paid JB Smooth. I met him after his set. He, he was doing like an actual signing though, where I bought, I bought a T-shirt. So, I mean, I've seen a few at Oneonta, but there was like that. Like, I met after their shows. I met like Stephen Lynch. I met Dane Cook. Um, and then that was really good. Actually, no, I met some people from last comic standing. Wait, you really met Dane Cook? Yeah. Was he all over the place like this, man? What was Dane Cook? Pretty much. It it sounded like a repeating record from his first CD. He did a show at Oneonta and that's when you met him? Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm so happy I'm meeting you. No, it was before he broke big though. Like he was just getting big. Like he had his CDs out, but that is a Comedy Central special. But that was it. He didn't do any movies then. I saw Stephen Lynch in the in the Wedding Singer on Broadway. Did you? That yeah. must have been good. It was, but uh, I, yeah, I've met a bunch of comedians after their shows too. So that was like I, I met Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. He was cool. Susie Essman, she was cool. Yeah, she was um, just up here, I think. Susie Essman should have went. Yeah, but that is not our episode because yeah, we have to shout do outs. our. Right, our mark out moment of the week. Um, I have to say, there's a brand new show on Travel Channel. Travel Channel? Yeah, Rev Run Around the World. There you go. Featuring Rev Run from Run DMC and his family. This dude always seems to have a show. Like, that's amazing. Like, he went from Run's House. Who didn't watch Run's House, right? I saw a few episodes. You've only seen a few episodes? Yeah, I don't care that Dude, much to watch oh other people's God. lives. Run's house was amazing. Then he went into Sunday suppers on the actually food, on the no, food, I, not Food Network, the Cooking Channel. I can't say that because I've watched. Duck, I'm a fan of Duck Dynasty, but <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a fan of watching Rev Run. Dude, Rev Run's awesome. I don't know. It, and, that's that's a way to run with it. Yeah. So he moved on to uh, Rev Run around the world. And the first two episodes aired on Wednesday, so I assume the show will be airing on Wednesday nights on the Travel Channel at 10 p.m. maybe. And um, the first episode, he went to Jamaica, but the second episode went to Mexico City, Mexico. And at one one of the points in the show, they, they went to check out a Lucha Libre dojo. So I popped for that. I thought at first it was Hoovy, but it was definitely not Hoovy. And it was it was cool. They were teaching. Uh, they had Run's kids get into the ring, and they were showing uh, Rusty how to run the ropes and stuff. So at first, Rusty ran the rope and grabbed with his left hand, and I was like, "Well, that's not correct." But I, is it correct in Mexico? I don't know. Yeah, everything is reversed in Mexico. Because then he was running the ropes and grabbing it with the right hand. Yeah, remember everything is reversed. But I thought. I don't understand the why the but why is the left arm like why do they grab it with the right with the right hand? I think it's to pro- 
protect yourself. So this way everyone's on the same playing field. This way it's uniform and no one gets hurt. I don't know. But it was it was cool to see that. I didn't expect that at all in a Rev Run show. They were they were eating uh, crickets and stuff. And he goes, I'm not eating that. And then his wife bought like a bag of crickets and he tried to like hide them from her. Uh-huh. I, would you ever eat crickets? I don't know. Yeah. You would? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I like I think I, like if I'm everyone a, was doing it, I might do it. I'm an adventurous eater. I would try it. I that's like I I don't know. I I mean, it's a delicacy in places. I mean, yeah, they eat. I mean, Mexico they eat all kinds of bugs, yeah. insects, I should say. I yeah, why not? I don't know if I could it's do it. Like I, it's not like it's even close. still, though, I don't know if I could pick up an insect and eat it. Like, I'm not like, I'm not, I'll take chicken. Yeah, what's the difference? One I'm is a bug that, like, people, <laughs> okay, what's the difference? Oh, I, you know what? I shouldn't say that because I would run away from a chicken also. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I picturing a little chicken running after you running away across the farm field? <laughs> <laughs> like the last thing I want to do is is kick a chicken. <laughs> like whenever I take out the garbage, I'm always like, oh god, is there gonna be a raccoon or something here? Like, am I gonna have to throw a bag of garbage at this at this animal or something? <laughs> Ugh, I always I can't I can't do that. I hate that stuff. It's even funny when you picture little marshmallow peeps chasing you. I don't understand That's... why you would picture that. I don't know. I didn't say I would run away from peeps. I would throw them. I would kick a peep. <laughs> I don't know who eats peeps. I hate peeps. They're disgusting, I think. Uh, they, make, they make no sense. You're very funny when you're animated. What does that mean? I'm well, not right, animated. Uh, oh, you're in your mind. Play. In yeah. your mind, you're not animated. That's kind of weird. I have weird. a cartoon played. That's very weird, man. <laughs> so that was the mark out moment of the week. That it is. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you once again to everyone that bought t-shirts. Um, also big thank you for Carve Your Niche, uh, for their song, uh, Be Nice. Go check them out, twitter.com slash cynband, facebook.com slash carveyourniche, Instagram at carveyourniche. You can go listen to all of our past episodes at markingout.com. You could also go listen to us on Stitcher Radio, and you can go follow us on Twitter at markingout. Follow me on Twitter at davetherave underscore mo. Follow Brandon on Twitter at... BTTG161. And we wish you the best of luck Funny, I was trying to make that sound like it was good. Oh, word. Have a great week. Oh, no.